on the online dating apps, they'll just be like, the first question that comes up with these guys is, oh, like, have you joined the Mile High Club? Like, oh, God, I don't want to talk about that. Automatic delete. I delete them. I'm like, I'm not, you know what? I'm 32. I don't have time for this. Welcome to the Business of Beauty podcast, where we talk money with people in beauty-based industries. Today, I'm joined by Ariel Cisneros, longtime friend of mine Hi. and flight attendant. The flight attendant industry is an industry that is rarely talked about, so that's why I'm super excited to grill Ariel on the industry. <laughs> so let's start with the biggest thing that I've seen kind of trending on social media, which is that flight attendants don't get paid until the wheels are up. Tell me if that's true and how the heck that works and why you're not getting paid for everything that you do beforehand and after. Okay. The wheels up. For us, I can only speak on like my airline and I can't actually say like what airline, but um, it is when the doors are shut. Also, I probably should like introduce myself. Hi, I'm Ariel. hello everybody hi everyone i'm ariel uh yeah so um for some airlines i can't speak for uh every airline but um for us it would be when the door is shut so i'm not getting paid for boarding i'm not getting paid for uh sitting in the terminal with you guys when your flight's delayed to cancun uh my duty day is extended but technically i'm not getting paid by the hour do you get me like i'm not getting paid my rate until that door is shut yeah that's the part that's confusing because yeah you get paid for your trip mm-hmm. but you don't get anything extra for how long security takes or how long you're sitting no. in the airport when flights get delayed or anything like that you don't get paid for any of that so we're uh protected by a union so other airlines i, I can't speak for everyone i'm gonna keep saying that because i can only speak for myself um some airlines do not have unions like as a domestic airline, we have a union. We're protected by ours. But in our contract, it does. there's nothing about that. It just says our duty day is extended, right? So after like 12 hours of work, then we'll get that time and a half. Then we'll get, you know, some other compensation on top of like the actual trip for pay. That's how we get paid. So per like trip, let's say I'm on for three days, I'm getting paid 19.5 trip for pay. So I'm guaranteed that after that you know the duty day rolls it's really complicated complicated. it's complicated even for a flight attendant yeah even for a flight attendant like i've been with the airline for six years i've been you know i mean i worked in other positions too so i've been with the airline for almost eight nine years and time flies you know when you're living month to month but even six years i can't i could hardly explain it i just know that i'm not getting paid what i think i deserve yeah so yeah so You've been with this airline for six years. Yes. Well, now, eight. Eight. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In total. So where are you on the totem pole as far as seniority goes? And what happens when you get more seniority in an airline? So um, I am a tadpole still in this. I mean, I have worked with women who've been with the airline for 32 years. I mean, some of these women have been with the airline longer than I've been alive. Wow. Yeah. And I'm, I'm working with senior mamas. Like I'm working with ladies 32, 33, they've like from the conception of the airline to now, you know, we're like, I'm thinking they're going to retire and it's like, nope, still here. I'm still getting that insurance. I'm still getting, you know, my benefits, but, and actually those are the flight attendants I I really do enjoy flying with because they've seen it all. 
you know, they'll show me their little cigarette burns on their legs when they were, you were able to smoke on the aircraft. You know, kind of head first class. They're smoking on the aircraft. Oh they have these are that's their war wounds. But uh, wow. <laughs> yeah, so you know, I'm still a tadpole in this industry. Six six years is nothing to drop in the bucket. Um, and it's based on it's 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 really based on where your uh, hub is. So where you're based, right? So like, for example, only for my airline, um, Dallas would be considered a senior base. Uh, Phoenix would be a senior base. LA is pretty junior. So I have some, you know, I'm pretty like, I'm not saying I'm like up there, but like, you're not going to sit and you're not going to see me sitting reserve unless I pick up reserve, and which I did yesterday. What so. does that mean for those who don't know what reserve um, is? So the reserve system kind of works like this. So you have an AM reserve where you're available on call for three days from 3 AM, I believe to three four five to like 10 a.m something like that reserve is basically on call on call you're just on call you need to be by your phone there's a list you can see yourself on the list but you need to be available to them whenever they need you okay that's that's no way to live that's stressful (laughs) believe me my eyes twitching i'm so stressed i was on reserve uh yesterday so like uh, there's a.m reserve i was on p.m reserve so i was available from 10 a.m to 6 p.m so i'm sitting around waiting i'm like any minute now any minute now you know like my phone's gonna ring what if i don't have service i have 20 minutes to call them and then i have a backup number my friend liz is my backup number and oh they've called her what i mean there's been times where i've missed it and you get reprimanded you do you you get like points you don't no show you don't you don't answer you get uh failed to report and it's stressful. It really is. I think the most stressful is is it AM or PM? It's ready reserve. You have to be available for twenty four hours. It's not, it's not ten AM to six PM. It's until like all day for three days until we need you. So do you? You don't get paid to sit on reserve. Uh, you are guaranteed. I believe it's eighteen trip for pay. So okay. eighteen hours, even though you're available hours. for twenty four hours. <laughs> okay, so let, yeah, I mean that's ridiculous. That's also another tricky. Yeah, it's another topic that needs to be up for negotiation when it comes to con- like contract negotiation. Like we we need a quality of life that is not quality of life at all. Yeah, yeah. So you get paid by the hour and by and by trip essentially. Yes. Um, so for somebody who just became a flight attendant yesterday, mm-hmm. what does a brand new flight attendant? typically make per hour i know there's probably differences in different markets mm-hmm. but give me a ballpark number um i mean it, once again it, it's going to depend on the airline right for us i believe you know i'm sure someone's going to have my head for this i could be totally wrong uh but it from when i started it was about 23 dollars. okay that's not bad it's not bad you know yeah. you're just starting seeing if you like it i know we're hiring younger so we're hiring girls that are just turning 21 and I mean, with inflation and everything, you're making $23 and then you bump up automatically like to 24, 25. That's probably the most they've made. Yeah. Like in their lifetime. <laughs> so you're, hire, you're hiring 21 year olds. Yes. Now what? Okay. The reason that oh, I wanted I like to. like a grandma. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, that's what I was going to ask about is I'm like, so what is the age out age? This, this is the reason why I wanted to have mm-hmm. a flight attendant on this podcast. Do they prefer to have a cute young and sprung 21 year old instead of a 50 year old who's you know not quite as young and sprung <laughs> i'm sure the 1970s yes there was also like a weight restriction too so like <gasps> really yes there was a height restriction you had to be a certain height uh, i would be considered overweight i'm really? 145 and i would be considered overweight oh my yeah God. back in the day like 
I'm five six. I believe that was okay. I mean, I'd have to talk. You'd have to get a senior mama on this podcast who's wow. been like, I've been a flight attendant for thirty two years, and I'm gonna tell you right now, sweetie, you would not be able to wear that. You would not be able to say that. And I'm gonna tell you right now, sweetie, you'd have to drop at least fifteen pounds. You oh know. So God. yeah, there's. A, but that's back in the day. Like now, a you know age. Um. I do not believe, and it, it, one, it's illegal, but two, <laughs> okay. you know, uh, I don't believe it. It does play a role. I, I would imagine strategically when you're in that hiring process, you would want to hire somebody who, if they're 50, let's say the woman's 55, 60, most likely their kids are grown. They're out of the house. That's not something that they need to be worrying about. Right. But I can't I can't say that this is like for certain. But if I were in the hiring process, I would say like, hey, like, you know, I would hire a woman who's like 50 something. I would. And I, because most likely you're not going to top out. You're not going to come home like you're going to start at twenty four dollars. And in, you know, 10 years, you're going to probably retire 10, 15 years, you're going to retire. Like you're not going to sit there and make sixty three, sixty five dollars an hour. Right. I mean, I, well, in some cases, like, believe me, I just worked with a flight attendant who's like 70 something and she could still toss. Hey, if, if you're willing, able and capable, my gosh. And I'm 32 and on my back, I'm like, ah, yeah, yeah she's my she's, sciatica. Oh, my sciatica. No, she is up and running. I was like, oh, God yeah. bless. But yeah, I mean, once again, you can't like you can't hire somebody based on their age or their looks. You can't um, technically. Technically. That's what I am also very mm-hmm. curious about is the looks situation for hiring flight attendants and also the sexism thing why do we see so many or is it only because females are interested in it it could be it, females are only interested in it. i think uh, throughout the years we've been better about hiring male flight attendants um yeah i see i see a lot nowadays yeah and i love it i really yeah. do i love having um a male presence outside of the cockpit you know because you know the, the pilot industry is also a male dominant field and you're seeing a lot more women mm-hmm um and we're also hiring a lot too and you're seeing a lot more younger pilots and that's nice it's really nice it's nice to see um, a lot of men wanting to see that this flight attendant um lifestyle isn't just for women it's it's also for men too like we have a lot of retired uh, police officers oh nice retired uh firemen you know uh you know these real macho men and they're flight attendants they love it it's it's, it really is an awesome career choice uh also if like you have another gig or another job on the side like you're only working three days on four days off yeah that's a pretty good schedule it is it is i could pick up like you know i was gonna work today and i'm like no i'm gonna you know do the podcast with you and then tomorrow (laughs) thank you (laughs) so yeah okay so you're not allowed to hire based off of looks but there are standards that you have to upkeep as a flight attendant. Yes. So tell me about the nails, the hair, the outfits. Ugh, I would be totally out of compliance right now. Like, Why? Just well, with nude nails? Okay, so new nails are okay, but as you can see, like, there's like a little chip right here. Oh, what? From what I was told, okay, like all word of mouth, you know, sitting on that jump seat, jump seat talk. Um, We have supervisors that'll come on and they'll say, hey, that dress is a little too short. I'm going to have to put this in your file okay so the one this was the dress that i was given but a lot of girls like to alter their dresses and it gets a little too short so we do have to maintain a look right my nails i can't have these crazy neon colors you know i love like during summer i love doing like cool colors that's not in compliance my hair i can't have this radical hairstyle um it's very conservative still you know and and it really isn't fair to some i think they've definitely like laid back on the hair um because you know a lot of like cultures with like the braids 
and um i feel like which is awesome because i love seeing you know that i love i love seeing how diverse we yeah. really can be as a company and what about like a headdress or something like that would no that's that's definitely allowed yeah. like yeah so wow. I, I mean probably not 50 years ago no no i mean i i honestly have no idea that's crazy I only 32 no idea. so <laughs> yeah how would you know so okay for someone like yourself mm-hmm. who has naturally whatever wavy-ish hair yeah um how do you have to style your hair um does it have to be up or can it be down it could be down right but when i'm doing service i like to put it back yeah i do not my hair falls out i'm a shutter like you know i am my hair is all over here it's on the walls it's on the ceiling (laughs) i don't want to find out that i'm like serving a drink and i've done it before and there is just like a little you know strand of hair in someone's diet coke and i'm just like oh god oh you know what this is this is a coke zero i can just smell it and i'm gonna i'm gonna pour you i'm gonna get you a can i'm gonna get you a whole can of diet coke and it's oh just like god. i've done that so many times where really? i'm just like Ugh. oh how funny <laughs> so yeah i like to have my hair pushed back and i know for international airlines uh i do believe that they're supposed to have their hair pushed back slick okay. back yeah because mainly for that reason and what about for makeup um and pantyhose <laughs> i'll never forget i feel like i want to tell a story because it still bothers me uh during training i uh it's really intense it's like barbie boot camp i didn't have my lip gloss on okay we had just got done doing a drill and i was like putting out the fire and i had to wear this like heavy like like suit and i just like took it off and like i'm like sweating because it's so hot and we get back to class and i'm like putting my hair back in a bun and i get pulled out of class and like two supervisors are like talking to me they're like ariel um you don't have your lip gloss on and i'm like after you just put out a fire i was like i just put out a you know a hypothetical fire like what do you what do you mean they're like you don't have your lip gloss on you're not in compliance if you were a flight attendant this is training if you were in a flight attendant you know you 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 wouldn't be in compliance and I'm like, oh my god, it was so serious too. And it's like one one supervisor here, one here, and they're they're, they're trainers. And I'm just like, oh, they're like, just for next time, be sure you have your lip gloss on. That is so funny. And I was just like, oh my god. So like every day I go to work now, and it's like drilled in my head. Even if I don't have lipstick on, if I like don't have like a little touch up, I have to have my lip gloss. If I don't have the lip gloss, we can't board. Like, wow. no, we're not boarding. I can't find my lip gloss. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm I'm not in compliance. Oh like, my god, I can't believe how how big of a deal that is. That's crazy. Yeah, it's uh very nitpicky. I mean, quite similar to the modeling industry mm-hmm. where people will grill you for the weirdest things. You know, you go into to see your agency and they're like, "Are your nails, you know, n- black, not nude?" Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Or like, yeah. "Did you cut your hair? Did you dye your hair?" And they'll oh. be like mad at you. So, the chip, like, is there a chip in your nail? Could you imagine? I was like, no i paid 40 dollars and it's a no chip <laughs> would yeah, i be in cut? compliance oh we would both be out of compliance we would be <laughs> fired so are you right kidding now? me we, we, we would be fired we'd be working underneath the aircraft they oh, would not goodness. want us near <laughs> passengers yeah no and then you gotta also think like if you see if, as a passenger if you see my claws coming at you with a drink like do you know how many people look at my hands yeah i guess a lot yeah so if you know you here I am pouring your drink and I have like nasty nails or let you know. So it's like, yeah, it makes sense I, for health kind of concerns. Too. I wish I could write that off on my taxes. You know, you can, because, of can course I? you can. My dad does my taxes. He says, I can't write. He goes, if you can't, if you can use this outside of being a flight attendant, you can't write this off. Oh, that is okay. Oh, thank you. I, I we need to talk about this later. Cause yes. no, I, let's talk about it now. Okay. Yeah. Because you know what? I spend 
about $100 every two weeks on my feet and my nails. And I have to have my nails done. It's part of being in compliance, right? Well, then period. If it's part of your job, then you can write it off. I talk to my dad about that. I'm serious. I will have a conversation yes, please, with him. please, please. Because please. Uh, as, a, as a model, you can write off your gym memberships, your uh, manicures, your hair color, your teeth whitening anything you uh, clothing purchases Mm -hmm. you can write off anything that you did for your business which see it sounds like you do that for your business so even though even though we're not contractors we're we're not right you're not like self-employed yeah okay self-employed so i guess i don't know about that specifically but um that's interesting you should be able to write it off we should require it is required to to have your hair kept it is required to be wearing i think it's like within three inch heels it's required you know to do the upkeep and for men you know that are in this they don't have to do as much as women yeah let's just be realistic like no they don't like yeah i'm sure they have to trim and do whatever but like we still have to wear cover up we still have to wear mascara we still have to has anybody been to sephora lately like it's pricey it is pricey yeah even tarjay <laughs> like i'm i'm using elf eyebrow like pencils and i'm like uh now it's four dollars like <laughs> Oh you know eyebrow puzzles are at least 20 and i'm over here like oh my god i'm on a budget i gotta prepare my food bag i just went to trader joe's dropped 50 dollars. oh so funny so okay wasn't didn't you tell me a funny story about the pantyhose i put like glue or hairspray on my pantyhose because it was oh, like you ripping that's no. a little flight attendant trick if you have like clear nail polish and you have like a little hole you know it's only gonna get bigger yeah and i'm like oh my god i have like nine more hours like i gotta i gotta figure this out so you just take your clear nail polish you just oh that's a good trick Mm -hmm. wasn't expecting to hear that (laughs) uh and then last thing i'll ask about the beauty standards Mm -hmm. is the heels thing um you always tell me that you know you tell your uh passengers our priority is your safety and we happen to also you know serve drinks or whatever but look good doing it yes but our priority is to keep everyone safe do you think that wearing heels is really the best way to accomplish that (laughs) absolutely not (laughs) why do they make you wear heels it's a part of the look right would you wear heels if you had the choice to not um for medical reasons i mean you know my back but uh i don't necessarily have to you could also wear gym shoes like you don't well we're very casual right we're the cash even though we are like they still hold us to a standard like if you're wearing the shorts you can compliance with the shorts you can wear black gym shoes um with compliance with the dress you have to wear heels at least like i believe it's one inch i don't know like something of those standards is it realistically if i had to evacuate the aircraft in 90 seconds and i'm in heels (laughs) i could like i don't know i honestly i've never been in that situation but no it's not the ideal like situation to be in in heels like i'm kicking those puppies off like let's go come this way this way out like (laughs) leave everything like and of course you're gonna have like that one guy looking for his like suitcase and like yeah so but yeah no heels are definitely not like the best thing to be of course speaking of that Mm -hmm. waitresses in the sky ah theory that that everybody says what do you tell to people that are like you know, flight attendants are just waitresses in the sky. Tell us about your other duties and like all the training that you've told me about. I'll that. remember that when you're having a heart attack and I'm offering you a Diet Coke. That's what I say. I do. I'm like, oh, you're just a waitress in the sky. Okay. Well, I'll remember that when you're there and the, having a heart attack and I'm the only one who knows how to work the AD. Yeah. I'm the only one that knows where it's at. Did you still want that Sprite? <laughs> 
Wait, did, no, I'm sorry. I'm a waitress. Like, did you still want the snacks too? I'll give you two. Oh you know what I mean? God. You yes. seem like you really want it. Like, and it, it is insulting because like the training that we did go through, it was intense. Yeah. Like three weeks, four weeks, you're in a hotel, like alone, like feeling isolated, lonely. Like, you know, it's, I, I feel like unless you go through it, right. Will you really understand like serving snacks, serving you know, Coke and your meals. That's, that's a part of like the experience, but I am there for your safety. Yeah. I am there to know how to work that door, tell you exactly how to evacuate the aircraft in 90 seconds. We're 40,000 feet up in the air. You really think any, but you think the pilots are really worried about, you know, somebody choking on a pretzel, you know, or no, they're worried about the aircraft. And yeah. it's not, I know people think that like, Oh, there's got to be like a, an officer, like, a, you know, a Leo or a federal air marshal on the plane. No, not all the time. It's me. I was going to ask you about the air marshal thing, too. Sorry to totally transition right into yeah, that. No, but um, you might not be able to say, which is totally fine. Mm-hmm. But is there normally an air marshal on flights or sometimes? I mean, I, I've never just, you know, uh, say that aloud. I'm not going to be like on the aircraft. Hey, guys, there's a, you know, a Leo. He's armed and dangerous. He's sitting in, you know, 12B. <laughs> Everyone say hi to him. <laughs> Thank yeah. you for his service. No, th- they'll be extremely discreet. You know, the crew will know, hey, like, you know, there's blah, blah, blah over here. Um, and honestly, they're not here. Like, if there's an altercation, like a verbal altercation, which I've had plenty of times, um, they're not there to, like, stop it. Yeah. They're not there to be like, oh, he was so mean to you. Do you want me to say something? You know what I mean? Like they're, they're there they're for serious emergencies, serious like hijackings or like something's about to go down. Like someone's rushing the cockpit. Like that's what they're there for. And it's not uh, all the time. That's so. great that they have those. Yeah, really. I love them. Like, they're doing you... the Lord's work. Oh, you have no idea. It's. I feel so secure having them on my aircraft. Yeah, like, I'm sure. Yeah. So you said that they don't jump in though for just random little plane fights, which happen a lot. That's people's personal business so uh, i don't know maybe you can't share because your airline whatever else but mm-hmm. how about tell me just a funny story of a passenger or you know customer of the airline um i'm trying to think oh my gosh i've had you tell me so many all the i time. know and now i'm going blank because you know what it's when it's in the moment i'm just like oh god this one lady was giving me such a hard time she pre-boarded and she was telling me that she couldn't sit down because I didn't want to know. I don't, I don't, you know, whatever's going on. I don't ask. Like, I don't even think I'm allowed to ask. I'm just okay. like, just sit down, sweetie. Uh, <laughs> she wouldn't sit down. So I'm like, what is this girl doing? So she's uh, saying, I can't sit down too long. I just got surgery. And I was like, okay, I don't want to know anymore. Right. So, you know, she's like, well, anyone can sit right here. So she. I'm thinking she's about to sit down and this lady comes on and she's like, oh, me and my daughter want to take a seat. I'm like, oh, why don't you sit right here? There's two seats available. <laughs> this girl is just starts throwing this huge fit. And I just remember being like, oh, my God, like one, she's intoxicated. Two, she starts screaming about the surgery that she underwent and she got this like these butt implants. Oh, yeah. That and, kind of surgery. Yeah. So did, did I tell you this? No, I haven't heard this one. Okay, so she's like screaming about her butt surgery, and I'm just like, oh my god, I need to get her off the plane. And she's like promoting her doctor, and she's like showing her like booty pad, like so good. Like when you get <laughs> one, great marketing for any doctors out there who do. 
BBLs. She's showing her the toilet seat, right? Like she's the flight attendant, like, here's your life vest. Like, no. And it's the doctor's name and number, like who did her booty. He's like, call blah, 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 this, 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 best doctor out there. And I'm just like, ma'am, like, please, like, I need to get you off the aircraft, please. Like, so, is it because my butt too big? Is it? I'm like, what? oh, my God. Oh, my God, ma'am, ma'am, please. And she, like, threw the thing at me. And I was like, I cannot believe she threw her toilet seat butt pillow at me. Butt pillow? But we got her, we got her off. But, yeah, she was. Was that while you were in the air? No, it was when ground? we were boarding. Oh, she got right into And this it. is, and, yeah, oh, my God. You know, and, of course, I'm not getting paid for this. So I'm just like, ma'am, I'm not getting paid at the moment to deal with this because the door's not shut so (laughs) but yeah no patience (laughs) oh the craziest things happen during boarding really not really in the air once everyone's in the air they're either sleeping i mean there's been you know incidents but like they're sleeping they're they're chilling they're on the plate but like whatever's happening out there their stress and anxiety is still happening in here now you're in confined space yeah so like at that exact moment i was like there's no way you're gonna be sitting one you can't (laughs) because your booty but <laughs> and you just threw your pillow at me so like <laughs> you're for sure not sitting for four hours get off you know and it's just look at my booty too big i'm like oh my god i didn't know what it looked like before so i don't yeah, know I, I'm do not- you have a before and after picture i could tell you if it's too big but oh my like god. <laughs> that is hilarious but yeah. so what happens if an altercation does happen in the sky have you ever had to land or not oh divert yeah, yeah. i personally somewhere. have it oh really lucky, I never, lucky duck oh good like you yeah. know knock on, knock wood, on wood you know i have to go to work tomorrow but um no i mean i've 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 heard some situations and it may not be like a physical altercation it could be a medical emergency yeah it could i mean i've had that where like this was actually like a couple weeks ago um uh, and you know what i think this should definitely be <laughs> like out there um if you're sitting in the window seat and you're like i just I'm not going to drink water because I don't want to pee and I don't want to bother the people next to me and getting up and going to the bathroom. Be the inconvenience. Like be drink as much, stay hydrated, like stay hydrated. You're on an aircraft for, from Hawaii to LA. Like that's five hours. Stay hydrated. Like you literally, when you're up there, you're like a little raisin. Like you're here, you're a grape, you get up there, you're a raisin. Like she was so dehydrated. Her eyes were twitching. She went to like, this like like she i couldn't talk to her like we had this medical emergency we were you were in a dead zone like we're in the middle of the ocean and i'm like i'm about to have this chick like have this medical emergency she's not responsive she was just extremely dehydrated and then finally i'm like giving her water giving her water i called for like a doctor on board no doctors on board like I don't, like very usually there's like one guy yeah. right and he could be like a vet i don't know but you know what i mean he, he, he'll he be like i'm a doctor and then you know you'll have like a couple nurses but there was nobody on board wow like you know and there's one like, i'm a teacher like i'm like okay perfect get over here a teacher yeah i'm a teacher I'm like, get over here like help you know but she was ex- extremely dehydrated and i'm just thinking like where do we divert no yeah. you, you're in the middle of the ocean it's like a dead zone like you where we got to go straight to la like you know like that's pretty much the closest i've ever been come to like there's no there's nowhere to go that's so scary because what if they were having a heart attack or something even you, more extreme we we are not allowed to pronounce them dead if if they were to have a heart attack and die like like die but um we're not like the once the paramedics get there we continue to perform cpr if it's an hour if it's two hours we have to switch off and you have to keep really? performing cpr yep 
Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. That's like kind of awful. It's awful, but it's also like that's just like what we're supposed to yeah, do. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense because yeah. you don't want to like, give up on somebody if mm-hmm. you don't know for sure. No, I mean, I've talked to flight attendants who have been like kind of traumatized by that situation. But when you're in that adrenaline rush, mm-hmm. like you're just like, I have to keep going like we have to keep you alive for an hour hour and a half like i mean i don't know if you're dead or alive i'm not a doctor i'm not a nurse i'm not a paramedic like i'm just doing what i'm trained to do right so like i mean i've had i've had crazy medicals where i'm like i did not go to school for this i'm only doing what i think like what i was trained to do to what like it's just like you're in like this tunnel vision right and like the adrenaline doesn't like like when I had the guy I think I told you I had a guy have a seizure on top of me oh my god like I'm just like in tunnel vision like I can't think of anything else but this guy and then it isn't until like the plane lands that like if anyone's had an experience like that all of this like emotion and adrenaline is just like gone and then like you have to throw up or you have to go bathroom yeah so like if I'm just there for diet cokes, like you got to hear some of these like flight attendant experiences. Like, yeah, that's crazy. It's, it's insane. Wow. Yeah. So you do have to do a lot of training, mm-hmm. but there is no schooling required to be a flight attendant. I mean, there's training, right? But you, you can't get a degree. No, to you can't be get a, a degree. I mean, you, it, it's, it helps to perf- have, I believe degree. for us, it's, uh, you have to have a bachelor's in anything in anything okay so i I do for for our airline uh i mean someone have have my head for this i don't know but like yeah you have to have some schooling at that point like Mm. so i i haven't met anybody who didn't have a degree okay yeah so if you wanted to become a flight attendant Mm -hmm. what are the secrets what's the process how do you apply and um other than a bachelor's degree what might be required of you uh well first it is it takes a special somebody to uh be away from your family, um, being away from home, um, and living out of a suitcase for three, four, sometimes irregular operations have you away for five days. So, um, the requirements would be the training, of course. Um, and then the hiring process for us was, uh, it's different now because they, uh, outsource, the hire the, like the team the hiring um company but you go through you apply they filter through all of these applications um and resumes and then they'll call you you do a phone interview and now ever since covid they'll do zoom interviews right so you do the zoom interview then after you do the zoom interview then you do a face-to-face interview and after the face-to-face interview they decide if they like you and then from there you go into training and it's very competitive, right? Oh, yeah. Extremely competitive. Because, you know, I know you know several people mm-hmm. who have tried and... Uh, my mom. Yeah. Like, yeah, she's she's applied and she speaks Spanish, too. So she's bilingual yeah. and it's like... She'd even... be so great, Oh, too. my mom would be great. <laughs> Sometimes I'm like, me and my mom need to switch because she would be the best flight yeah, attendant. Yeah, she would. She's great. She's such a sweetheart. Southern little belle. Um, hey, baby girl. Oh, okay. She's so cute. But yeah, it's, it's tough. And, you know, it's not just like one little area like it's not just california applying it's nationwide you know that wants this position and it's like there's been times where literally the entire system shuts down because of how many people are applying for this position because they probably don't become available very often no no i think we're doing mass hiring now but um because we're going more places but other than that no wow competitive industry very competitive by the way i was thinking we keep saying you know I think you've told me that before or talking about your mom, this and that. I should clarify that 
Ariel and I are longtime friends, not just <laughs> here for the podcast interview. Yeah, no. uh, we're recording this on Coachella weekend. Our anniversary. Yes. Oh, should we chug a water? Yeah. <laughs> Funny story. Um, but yeah, we met at Coachella, which I've n- never been since that time. So it's a blessing that really? we met there. Yeah. Um, but like six or seven years ago oh or something. God. So Yeah, I had just started uh, my job as a flight attendant. Actually, wow. oh yeah, yeah that was cool. the that was actually my first um weekend i was able to get off wow oh my god so special destiny <laughs> so yes we know each other beyond just this working podcast relationship okay that's awesome um all right i would like to transition into how often do you get hit on on oh flights oh my god <laughs> oh my god okay um and do you take them up on their offers i have yeah yeah i have i've you know what i used to be just like well you know i was dating um i'm not gonna say the name someone someone we don't speak of um <laughs> no i wish him the best i was the best um oh my God, okay. stop. <laughs> he was on my benefits what okay so oh my God. he got to fly for free um oh we got to talk about that too. i know okay. okay we got so much to yes, talk about yes, yes, yes. uh do i get hit on yes um and you know I have taken passengers up on their offer. Um, there was this guy, super cute in Phoenix, and he was just like, he was in my section. And, uh, you know, I mean, I've heard love stories. You know, one of my friends, she ended up marrying a passenger. It happens all the time. Wow. Yeah. and it, But, you know, of course, like with my lifestyle, it's really hard to like be like, sure, I'm going to make my time to fly out to, you know, Oklahoma City and Tampa. And, you know, it's unless I'm like, you're the one, I'm just not going to like really commit to it. If a guy wants to take me out for a drink, that's fine. You know, I'm like, of course, like, but other than that, like. It's like you're on the bachelorette. It's you and all uh, these men on the plane who are probably, I mean, it's kind of like, it probably happens so often where you kind of get your pick of the litter almost because it, you know once a flight some guy hits on you and you oh, get... it's so sad when they're like coming on board and then you're just like kind of thinking like oh it's, it's so cute and then yeah. like his wife shows up like after um, i'm like no i'm not that girl yeah, go, yeah, don't be the, that girl i'm gonna go to the back and eat my trader joe's salad Aww, you know so but yeah. yeah so uh but yeah i can kind of look and I, it's nice because like if I am working a Florida flight or a Texas flight, oh, those cowboys, ah. I love working um, flights going to Texas. Really? I do. I love, I love Texas men. I do. Okay. Yeah. And they're, it, it is cool because I get to see like, oh, here comes a cowboy and like, you know, they're <laughs> big, they're tall and they're so sweet. They're so nice. And you're, you're a Southern belle at heart. Yeah. From your mama. Houston. Hey, baby girl. <laughs> yeah. She's, she's, yeah. So you get hit on your fair share mm-hmm. by passengers. Mm-hmm. How about by pilots? <sighs> Let's talk about the pilots. Cause there is, there are a lot of rumors yes. or maybe they're not rumors about pilots being very flirtatious and maybe a little aggressive with the yes. flight attendants. Yes. And I would say it is just uh, the aviation culture is, you know, we're gone from home um a lot and sometimes you know things happen people get a little slutty a little bit i i can't speak for everybody but yes you know to each their own um i don't know what's going on outside their relationship whatever but like i have been hit on by pilots and uh i mean you know me uh i'm very outgoing and i will talk to it i'll talk to the wall you know so 
Um, I would hope that like I tried to be careful with how I speak to my coworkers just because I don't want them to mistake mistaken my kindness for flirtation. Yeah, that is, that can happen. So sometimes I do um, catch myself like, oh, you know, I'm getting too nice with the pilot. I'm just going to like take a step back. I've had it where though, I'm going to tell you right now, um, my, th- I have met some amazing men. Some just, and I really want to break that stereotype of all pilots are this, all pilots are that. No, absolutely not. Like there have been some amazing pilots that have been like father figures. And you would think like, oh, they're a pilot. They're, they've been in this for, tw- they must have cheated on their wife, all this. No, they are like there for you. And believe me, there are those guys. Okay. They're there. I'm not saying there aren't there. And that's in any industry. Yeah. I want to make that very clear that it does not come down. Is Does, does this job lead us to certain temptations because it's available? Yes. But it comes down ultimately to someone's character. What are their values? Right. If there's something going on in the relationship outside of this or their character, they're going to do it regardless if they're a pilot, regardless if they're a flight attendant. They're going to do it if they were, you know, a police officer. They'll do it if they were an Amazon delivery guy. Like, you know what I mean? So It's just tough because it's a little bit easy access staying at the same hotel with five attractive girls. Yes. You know. And it ultimately comes down to the individual. Yeah. That so makes sense. Of that's, I just want to make that clear because I know like even right now, like, uh on the online dating apps they'll just be like the first question that comes up with these guys is oh like have you joined the mile high club like oh god i don't want to talk about that automatic delete i delete them i'm like i'm you know what i'm 32 i don't have time for this uh and then of course they're just like well don't you get hit on all the time well that's your own insecurities like because once again it comes down to the individual that's not who i am Right. So, yeah. But when it comes back to the pilots, it's like I've met some amazing father figure and just awesome guys that are friends. I love hearing that. That's yeah. Because, yeah, that's why I wanted to call it a rumor. I was hoping yes. it was a rumor because obviously there are good people and bad people in any industry. Any industry. And um, it's it's just, as you said, the temptation because you're all staying in a hotel away from your family. You're and probably going like down and you're experiencing, you know, there's this mutual continuity where it's like, we're all in the same industry and yeah. you're just bouncing back on these experiences and what happened, la- this flight and you're with each other for three days. Well, not, you're, sometimes, you know, the pilots aren't with you that long, but like, you know, say like, you know, you're you're away on a trip and you're with the same pilots, like, sure is you're there with them for a couple days things could happen but ultimately it goes down to the individual yep so yeah the temptation is always there i think no matter in what industry like even the office space the nine to five you're with this individual of course you got a work boyfriend yeah office boyfriend (laughs) work wife like yeah and then you go home to you know your reality right yep so it exists in every industry Mm -hmm. um so you mentioned the mile high club oh, God. and i'm not gonna you know ask you the same question that all those boys do online but, but um i wanted to ask have you ever had to intervene when someone when two passengers are trying to join the mile high club <sighs> and how do they do that on I in those small know. bathrooms on a short flight when there's a line down the alley or whatever well, that's this is commercial airlines right so like i think when people think of the high my uh, the mile high club they're thinking of like you could probably only do that on a private jet. I'm just going to like be so honest. Like one, if you are sitting on this commercial airline and you're in economy, first off, 
why are you wanting to go to the bed? That's disgusting. That's disgusting. I think that is at, oh, oh, like, ew. Two, like, go to sleep. Pop a uh, melatonin. Like, put on a face mask. Put on a face mask. Drink some red wine. Knock out. You'll be, you know, in Thailand in 13 hours. Like, just go to bed. Why are you even thinking about hooking up with some chick in this bathroom? Like, so you haven't ever had it where you I, had to intervene? <laughs> Or have you? I've never let two passengers go into this. If I could see it, if I see it, like I have never let two passenger, uh, grown adults go into the bathroom at the same time. Yeah. I've, I've, of course, like, you know, a mother and her child, but like. Have you seen two coming out of the bathroom? No. And you're like, oh, shoot. I didn't catch them. (laughs) What? I mean, no, I, I I don't think. Okay. No. Well, then there's that. It no, hasn't happened I'm on like, one of your flights. <laughs> I, I, I have, I've heard stories. I've heard stories where it's like, wait, how did they fit? Like, was she like on top of the toilet? But like, oh, the Lord. bathroom's so small. Yeah. Like, what position are you in? My back hurts thinking about it. Like, what? Like, yeah, there's just no way. How do yeah. you even get a thrust? I think it's a... I think it's a first class international flight or private, as you said. Yeah, yeah, private. I could totally see that happening. So you mentioned that your boyfriend at the time was getting right. some of your travel benefits. Yes. Please tell me what are your travel benefits as a flight attendant for yourself and who else gets to benefit from those? So uh, we're going to just kind of, you know, retrace back to every airline's different. For us... Um, we fly for free. That's just like one of the benefits. Uh, anywhere, anywhere my airline goes, fly for free. Anywhere, anytime, as much as you want. Yeah. And, you know, just, yeah. So then your companion or whoever you're married to, they also get to fly for free. So I think, you know, Michelle, my, my, one of my best friends, she is my companion. So she can fly wherever she wants. So you can put one person as one your person. companion. Okay. Nice. And then you get the travel passes, right? So like ours recently just changed, but it would be like, oh, you get X amount for the year. And that is wherever our airline travels. So, and then we have, as an employee, we have a contract with other airlines. So like, you know, with other airlines going to places that my airline doesn't go, we'll be able to use their benefits. And of course, everything's on standby. Really? Yeah. So like uh, I could have, uh, you know, all my girlfriends, they came to Thailand for my birthday. Yeah. They were, they all non-revved. That's called non-revving. So, so you can put all those people on your, well, they're, they work the for, pass? they work for the airline. Oh yeah. A lot of them were airline. Yeah. Pass. That's right. But if, if the pass does go to, let's just say like somewhere in Mexico. Yeah. And then you have to fly on standby always. Mm-hmm. That not that frustrating sitting there not knowing if you're going to get on a flight? Yes. And that's just like a part of... What the, if you have a wedding to get to or something oh, just, like that? Just book a you ticket. Know? Yeah. yeah I just... Uh, honestly, when my friends are... I mean, there's been people... Like, I haven't talked to you in years. And they'll, like, text me out of the blue. Hey, girl. Hope you're doing well. Um, do you by chance have a pass that I can borrow? I have a wedding to get to. Sweetie, if you have a wedding to get to, don't chance it. You don't want to get to that wedding. Yeah. Like, oh, I have a wedding to get to. No, you don't. Not if you're asking me for a pass. I really need to get there. No, you don't. Not if you're asking me for a pass. Like, So when you book your trips, mm-hmm. you also have to fly on standby always. And uh, if, you, if you pay for one, they if don't I pay for that? it, If I pay for it, no, they don't comp it. Like, that's just, I'm paying for the ticket. Mm. I'm, you know, a revenued passenger. I'm paying for my way there. I am now a passenger. I'm not an employee. So you're like, I think I'm going on vacation tomorrow, but I could also not be. Yes. But, you know, I've, I've 
been in this industry long enough to know like, all right, if this doesn't work, I can go into, say I'm trying to get to Chicago. I can get my way there by going to El Paso and from El Paso, I can see their seats available and then I can go from El Paso there. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. That's not too bad, I guess. This is a business focused, uh, mm-hmm. this is a business focused podcast. So we are going to jump into some hard hitting finance questions here. Mm-hmm. Um, can you accept tips on the airline? We, it is frowned upon. We are but not. But you can. I've been tipped a few things here and there. Someone's slipped some money in my pocket, but really? you know, I mean, you know, it's, it's tough times, but no, we are not supposed to be accepting tips. Okay. So but if they're persistent, yeah. like I'm not going to, how am I supposed to say no? What You're am I like, supposed okay, to do? Thanks. Like, Oh, somebody gave me $10. What am I going to do? Like, yeah. you know, but our airline does not allow us to take tips. Okay. Yeah. Understood. Cause a lot, I mean, that just goes back to, you not really in the service industry. You're in the safety industry. Yes. Cause a lot of service industries, tips are expected. Yeah, we are in a culture where tips are now a part of your, like, you know, your hourly wage, right? Yes. Their hourly wage, I'm sure some of those waitresses are only making, like, what? Isn't it, like, two bucks or something? What, How hourly? does it work? Oh, or is it bartenders? Bartenders are making... When I was a waitress, I think it was, like, I don't even... Because the hourly was so little compared to the tips mm-hmm. that I didn't even hardly count that as income. So your tips I think it was, like, income, yeah. it was, like, minimum wage. So, whatever, $12 an hour. And then mm-hmm. you basically... I would always put that aside Mm -hmm. and then the tips are like how I pay my rent and things like that. Oh gosh. That's how it worked for me. America for you, huh? Yeah, I know. In other countries, you don't tip at all. I tried tipping in Amsterdam and they were like, why would you ever? Yeah, like what is that? Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so we talked about this already that you're not a contractor. You're actually an employee. Yes. So... I get my W-2s. You do a W-2. Okay. And then... As far as health benefits and all that, mm-hmm. they do all that. All that. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's great. It's weird. Great. It's, it's like a hybrid between you get to be super flexible and make mm-hmm. your own schedule and um, all that travel for free, mm-hmm. all that jazz. But then you also have the stability and like the benefits of and that's a full-time employee. Awesome. Like, I think it's amazing. I, I really, truly appreciate as, as much as like we're going through some crazy turbulence right now in with our airline and just the industry as a whole i love 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 my company i truly do like i'm still drinking the kool-aid i don't care what anyone mm-hmm. says because if you really think about it like a lot of like you're talking about contract co- like yeah delta and all that i mean i'm gonna there's one airline right there they, they're contracted a lot some of them are really some of those yeah some of those flight oh. tenants they're contracted with uh i believe it's oh, i forgot what um what the company is called but um yeah so like they'll wear their uniforms you know, like I think United too. I just gave away. Wear their uniforms? What do you They'll, mean? They'll like they are able because they're contracted. They're able to wear their uniforms to work. Yeah. Don't wear your uniforms to work? No, no, no. Like they can wear different uniforms because they're they're contractor tra- contracted. Oh, they don't have to yes. wear the airline required outfits. They can. They they have no no. no they have they could wear different airlines. I believe because they're contracted. Like I'm not. Oh, so I'm they, an you're saying you're saying that they could work for different airlines mm-hmm. because this they're is a company. Employees. This is a company. Yeah, this is a certain company. I forgot. I don't want to give like the wrong information, but they can work. Uh, they can wear the Delta uniform. They can wear whatever because I forgot what the company is called. I can like send you that info. That's okay. Yeah. No, but, no worries on the exact name of the company. Yeah, but but the, no, we're my airline. We are employees and we get our W-2s and yeah. we get profit sharing and we get benefits and our family gets benefits, health benefits. You That's know? nice. It is. It's really nice. I, yeah. I really am, you know, our, uh, 401k match is amazing like wow. i'm so grateful i really am 
Yeah. And getting yeah. to live the lifestyle that you live and still having oh, that security is really nice. I love it. <laughs> so you mentioned that you don't get paid until the doors are closed during boarding. Mm-hmm. What about after the flight when you have to go stay at a hotel overnight? Yeah. Um, as a model and somebody who travels mm-hmm. for work a lot, I get paid more when I have to travel um, because I'm spending all that time traveling and uh-huh. staying overnight. So do you get paid extra for when we you get have to a stay per overnight? diem? It's a per, it's called per diem. And more oh, like to spend on your food. Yeah, though? it's like two dollars. I don't really count that. $2. That's tax free. <laughs> yeah, it's like t- two dollars every hour that I'm away or something, and it's 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 That's supposed to, to cover, cover your dinner. F- <laughs> basically yeah they, okay so they cover your dinner uh something like that it's tax-free i mean i don't see it there at the moment but you know i, I know a lot of people want to know like oh when you are on your overnight do they pay for hotels yeah they the company pays for the hotels yeah like i'm still working technically so like you know they put us up in some really nice places okay two questions about the hotels yeah. one are you able to put in your hotel like loyalty number yes. so that you can like rack up I've been crazy really hotel bad. points i've been really bad about that i know i've looked the marriott yeah we say the marriott the hyatt um and you give them the whatever number i i have been doing this for six years and i still don't know how it works you've got to do it because you I can be know. getting so much free I hotels know. i know and then those points rack up really fast hotel points i'm gonna you know? okay i'm gonna I, i'm staying at the hyatt tomorrow so i'm gonna be like do i have a number yeah, i probably do yeah i'm gonna find out you so. should um, yeah, you can get a lot of good loyalty benefits. Maybe even mm-hmm. get the credit card. And then, oh. I know. I do want to get a hotel credit card. That's one because I want to have like, you know, um, your food credit card. Like you have, you have two credit cards, one for daily expenses and then one for like travel. Yeah. And there's also like American Express and Chase have a lot of mm-hmm. hotel partners too. Like yeah. you just rack up points that you can use on flights, on hotels. I have a Sapphire else. credit card. I love Chase Sapphire. Oh my God. I love that. Yeah, credit that's card. a good one. It's really good for travel. Yeah. Anyone. I know the Chase ones. I prefer. Well, I, I haven't had the American Express one, but mm. the Chase cards I like. Oh, I love Chase. Yeah, they're so good. Uh, great. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about banking yeah. now. My second question about the hotels was, I know you mentioned maybe doing like a house of Airbnb for uh, flight attendants, things like that. Housing crash flight pad, attendants, yeah. crash pads. So my question is, since the airline pays for your hotel accommodations, why would they need that? Do you get to choose where you stay and then they reimburse you or do they put you up? Are you talking about like when we're working? Yes, working. So when we're working, we're, you know, the hotels are already uh, like given to us. Like, hey, you're staying here. When you go to here, this is where you're staying. If there's an irregular operation, there's a certain um, like say like I was supposed to end up in Chicago. I ended up in Florida somehow. There there are hotels like there's a team that works together. They're like, okay, we got you a hotel like. We have partnerships with these hotels. Okay. So, uh, or co- contracts with these hotels. So, what they'll do is they'll be like, okay, there's a room available. We're going to take the shuttle and or we're going to give you transportation. So, they provide transportation, all of that to get us to the hotel. A crash pad is for a commuter. So, somebody who is out of base. So, uh, I have a friend that lives in Texas, but she's based in LA. She has to commute to start work. And her report time may be at four in the morning and the flight that needs to get her here may be 10 p.m. or nine. She may be landing in L.A. at 9 p.m. You know, she can either sleep in the lounge in base, you know, sleep on a little recliner or she would get a crash pad. So that means like she'll get like this, like, you know, cold bed, a dresser. There'll be like 15 other flight attendants or pilots in the ho- in the house and then it's just a place to lay your head. Is there an app for that? 
there should be an app yeah oh my god i think it just like created something but yes really there's no there's not that i know of there's no crash pad app for specifically for flight attendants it's a cute name too yeah crash pad there should be there really <laughs> should be oh there's a cold bed available like there should be like a button or something or like someone's checking out they yeah. press the button i mean it's basically basically like couch surfing yeah I yeah guess. and you know what's it's cool because at least within the airline everyone's gone through a background check yeah so you know that they're not yeah usually total creeps <laughs> <laughs> can you give us one psa to all of your passengers yeah psa be nice like i feel like sometimes i think especially after covid people just forgot like being genuinely kind they're like airplane etiquette out the window after covid like people did not know how to just be kind to humans like with each other it's just like and you know i get it like after covid like you're in your confined space like this is your like you know you're working from home and now you got to go on a plane and you got to sit this close to somebody it's like we're all here in this little like you know tube metal tube like you know I'm, i feel like sometimes like I, I i like while i'm working i'm just like oh people can be really mean yeah i mean that's yeah, yeah that's sad just be kind and just ask how we're doing now yeah. that i'm gonna sit here and be like oh let me tell you my day you know but like yeah i feel like just be nice to us and work and it goes a long way if you genuinely look at a flight attendant and while they're boarding and you're like how are you like Oh my God, no one's, and it's almost like comes to a surprise for me. Yeah. Like, oh, thank you for asking. Cause no one asked. I'm like, Hey, how are you? Hi, welcome. Like, and, and people just like look past me. Wow. Yeah. And then bring your flight attendant some goodies. Like I love chocolate. Really? Yeah. Oh my God. When, when a passenger brings us like a chocolate or like a little something or even a thank you note I've gotten like, Hey, I appreciate you for being here. Thank you. Like it's almost like oh god someone notices me that's so sweet it is and it's so sweet that you take the time out of your day to be like you know what these flight attendants have been gone for three four days they probably haven't seen their family they're probably on their last cold salad in their cooler they haven't had a hot meal like and someone thought of me you know they don't even know my name they don't know who i am but they thought of me to bring like a a treat is honestly what do you need yeah. If I need to evacuate this aircraft, everybody sit down. I'm coming for you. You're coming first. Okay. <laughs> Pro tip. If you, You're coming first. Come here. If you want to be treated well in an aircraft, give your flight attendants <laughs> just be nice. chocolates. Yeah. That's a pretty yeah, tip. PSA. Or give just us be, chocolates. Or just be sweet. Just be sweet. Okay. Yeah. So with that said, mm-hmm. a lot of times you're being treated poorly. You have to deal with all these crazy people. You, Your pay is up and down, very funky. Um, you're traveling all the time. With all that in mind, would you say that it is worth it to be a flight attendant? And does it bring you joy? There have been times where I have been like, is it worth it? Like with irregular operations and like holiday time, sometimes, you know, with weather and you're supposed to be home for Christmas. And next thing you know, you're stuck in, you know, I've been I was stuck in Texas for you like had a rough years. Christmas this I had a year. really rough or last year yeah it was really tough it was really tough for not just me I'm not gonna what was me but like all of us that were working I've never experienced anything like that and if it wasn't for like my crew members and all of us being like good team players I'm not sure if I would still be working with my airline like I genuinely can say like I was so like I don't think people realize like 
the amount of stress that this job can put on someone emotionally. And if you're already depressed or anxious, like, and you don't have that team mate or like your coworker, like by your side, who's going to help you get through this. Like a lot, it's hard. It's really tough. And I, at that, that moment I was like ugh, second guessing it, but like, I really had to sit down and take a break. That was like a, a week of hell. I had to like give myself, I had to take a Maui trip. <laughs> <laughs> I had to take a trip to Maui Hawaii and really reflect Hawaii therapy and reflect. <laughs> and, um, at the end of the day, like I, I love the company, but I love my coworkers so much. Yeah. Some of them have been my best friend or my best friends and other yeah, family. A lot of them. So yeah, yeah it's, it's right. definitely worth it. The stress there's, there's bad days every day, you know, every time it's not a bad life. It's really yeah. not a bad life. Like lifestyle. it's a really cool and fun. Like I just came back from Thailand. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I, I cannot, it's, it's worth it. Okay. So the answer is it's worth it's it. It's worth it. it. Get through it. It's going to be worth it. Okay. So the question that I end every podcast with mm-hmm. is this. I know you said that you can't hire based off of looks, mm-hmm. but let's be honest. When you get onto a flight, everyone, in my opinion, on the flight crew is relatively good looking, or at least they keep themselves together. They did their Rude. hair, they did their nails, whatever else. Mm-hmm. So my question is, mm-hmm. what portion of your success and experience as a flight attendant is luck, genetics, anything like that? And what percent is hard work and dedication to your craft? When you say like luck, genetics, are you talking about like looks? Like, yeah. I mean, my mom has blessed me with some amazing legs. <laughs> <laughs> so That's true. Genetics. She's known for her legs. Okay, let me tell you, like you can't see it right here, but <laughs> these puppies. <laughs> they bring in the big bucks. Let me tell you, they got me that commercial. <laughs> oh yeah. Ariel is like the face <laughs> of her airline because she uh, did one of their commercials. <laughs> so cool. No, yeah. Um, so even that, you got selected for that. It was personality. Yeah. And personality. that was completely, when I was auditioning, that was improvised. Like that was, and I'm going to tell you like, there are some beautiful flight attendants and it, their genetics have made them like, and once again, like I think looks is subjective. Like beauty is subjective. Like it could be, I think someone's extremely attractive and somebody else might think somebody else is attractive. And like, we have different, you know, ideas of what beauty is. I think when it comes to like, like a, what I experienced with a commercial, it was all of how comfortable are you in front of a camera? How natural are you? Like that was hard work and that was, like talent really like being comfortable in front of the camera being able to read a script like that like as for the job i mean look looks i think i think i have i can say like i'm not saying i'm the hottest like commodity out there you know like i'm not i'm not like you know but but i will say that like it has helped me get to where i need to be yeah and i do think that people respect people who take care of themselves and i'm talking about when your hair is groomed if your nails are done you've got your makeup on right like if i'm showing up to work one you know this wouldn't even be professional to show up with a messy hair you know it looks like i haven't like you know brushed my hair or done my makeup like who would treat anybody with respect especially like at an airline like it's like yeah it looks dirty and yeah like it looks you don't dirty professional you don't care about your job you don't care about your health like i think there's a standard that we have to yeah. set and and to even stay like be looking professional. So I heard a stat that if somebody is 
good looking and that can mean that you just put yourself mm-hmm. together well whatever yeah if someone looks put together mm-hmm. they assume other qualities about you so if you look nice you're you look beautiful they assume that you're also smart that you're are that you're also timely uh what's that word you're punctual yes yeah <laughs> exactly don't let that deceive you <laughs> i've had some very well-groomed individuals who are not punctual yes but people assume that if you're put together and good looking that you also have other qualities and that's just a fact and so i think that yeah if you're put together as a flight attendant you'll just be more respected on board and all that i think that goes for anybody right so like and also when you're put together i mean right now we're like in comfy clothes you know i'm in yoga pants and like but like when i go to work i am not only representing my airline but i'm also representing myself as an individual yeah so when i decide that today i'm gonna wear red lipstick like i'm embodying some some, like a character who i am Mm -hmm. so i'm confident and it does like when you're when you're wearing that new outfit you just bought right and this goes let me if girls girls you guys know if you bought this new outfit and you're like i'm so like i'm doing this for me i'm not doing this for you i'm doing this for me and maybe a cute instagram photo but like i'm it's more for me i feel good yeah you take care of yourself i'm not saying oh you drop some body fat no you actually go to the gym and you're drinking you're eating a salad and you're healthy and maybe you have the chocolate here and there but like you feel good you feel confident yeah. you you embody this individual that you really are and it's like it shows and there's a, a glow to you like and I, I don't think it's just like i think when people say beauty right it's like no beauty comes with like the soul too your yeah. character you and got the confidence how the you hold confidence. yourself yeah, yeah that's why it's i that's kind of my the message that i've taken away mm-hmm. from this last part of our conversation is that it's less about what you were born with and more just how you put yourself together showing that you kind of put some effort into yeah um and i don't even want to say your appearance but just uh looking good feeling good mm-hmm. um i think that goes a long way so i have to get the concrete answer yeah what portion of your success do you attribute to mm-hmm. genetics good looks and which which portion do you attribute to just your personality hard work it's all that my personality like so a hundred percent i would say do you do you think you would would have gotten the job that you have if you didn't look the way that you do uh, yeah i honestly i mean who i would say like when i was hired it was a uh, phone call Mm. so they didn't even get to see what you looked like well it wasn't until i went to face to face if this was in 1970 oh my god it would have to be all looks really oh 100 percent. yeah because even in my favorite movie catch me if you can with leonardo dicaprio you know he fakes being a pilot and he Mm -hmm. surrounds himself with like seven absolute stunning ladies to distract the the feds or whatever but um yeah so back then it was as you said a hundred zero I mean, 90, like, let's be realistic. I know that some flight attendants are going to be like, no, like, be realistic. Like, there was a standard there that was set, and this is the protocol. You had to be a certain height. You had to be a certain weight. It's all written. Like, it's all there. That was the criteria you had to follow. Like, it wasn't even just like, oh, like, this is my opinion. You're just not pretty. No, they they set those standards. Now, now for you it's 10 90 in the opposite i would direction. say i would say 80 20 80 80 personality, my personality hard, work. hard work i mean you had to get through training i yeah. saw some pretty girls that could not even get through training yeah that's a mental thing at that point you know you, you can't even be punctual and show up on time like yep 
So yeah, I would definitely say 80, 20. Can you evac, can you open the store physically? Can you open the store? Yeah, that's true. You, you have know? to have some, yeah, you have to have some muscle. strength. Yeah. Like, okay. Are you mentally capable of being alone in a hotel room in a strange place? Like some girls were like, I'm out. Yeah. You know, so Absolutely. yeah, 80, 80, 80, 20. All right. Definitely. I love yeah. it. <laughs> well, with that said, thank you so much for coming on. You're a blast and hilarious on the mic. Hey. So fun. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Ariel. All right. Let's go. Let's go get a drink. Okay. okay. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>